Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors, uh, and you can listen to them. You listen to Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. We know not everybody can listen to them on Saturday mornings. We know not everybody can listen to a podcast. So we break out a podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Thanks, Doug. Checking elsewhere around North Dakota, that January cold and windy spell cut down on angler numbers. So hopefully the warmer weather will prevail and folks will head back out in greater numbers. Devil's Lake has hit and miss walleye success around Creel Bay, but generally fair in areas with good access and where anglers have the ability to move around on the lake. Try Black Tiger Bay for perch or Wolfords Bay for walleye. Lake Ashtabula remains fair overall for perch with some walleye mixed in, but there isn't much for pike reports. Farther west, the Missouri River Tail Race remains quiet, in large part because of that cold spell. Lake Sakakawi is still slow in the midsection around the Van Hook Arm and river portion around Newtown. Some anglers are working Centennial Bay on the east end of the Big Lake and finding some nice-sized walleye. However, overall, both Lake Sakakawi and Lake Audubon are spotty and hit and miss for walleye, with anglers having to move around to locate fish. However, back on Lake Sakakawi on the south shore on the east end, Wolf Creek's producing a mix of pike and walleye, with best success in the morning and evening in low light hours. Overall, that area is fair at best, though, as well. Don't forget that now that we're into February, it's time for North Dakota residents to think spring turkey hunting and get their online applications into the Game and Fish Department, gf.nd.gov. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale. And she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer and Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then, and not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Jeff Benda, wild game and fish chef. I know you like to talk, or you like to cook, and I like to cook, and you like to eat, and I really like to eat. So this works out very well. I was going to say, I don't even, um, not just that I am anticipating visiting with Jeff, I am celebrating the fact that I followed some of his advice in one of his recipes, and it actually, I was able to make it turn out awesome, which is super cool. <laughs> which which one was that? I'm curious. The venison bacon. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, nice. And I had some of that, and it was very, very good, by the way. I yeah. haven't made it, but I'm going to. So we have Jeff Bent. Jeff is, like I said, a wild game and fish, wild game and fish chef. He is going to be speaking at FM Walleyes here this week coming up here on Thursday, the 26th. This will be the first time that I can ever remember that FM Walleyes has ever had a cooking 
segment, a segment dedicated just to cooking. So, Jeff, welcome to Gone Outdoors. No, thanks, guys. I'm I'm excited for next week. Yeah, I as I am too. And you know, it's that time of year, so you honestly could be cooking wild game. You could be cooking anything because right now most of the wild game hunters have wild game stored. That it's a great time to talk about that. But this is a walleye club, so so we're going to talk fish. What exactly are we going to be doing at the seminar? If people want to come, this is free and open to the public, by the way. So anybody that's in the Fargo area can come. What are people going to see? What are they going to hear? We don't want to let out any of the big secrets because we want them to come. But what is the topic going to be on? Yeah, I think, um, well, we're going to be doing a cooking. I'm going to be doing a cooking demonstration. So I think we'll be doing, um, we'll be doing a couple different dishes. Can I do an and eating now, demonstration? Uh, well, I, I'll, I need, I'll, I'll need some volunteers. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm going to need some volunteers. So. <laughs> Um, that's great that you would be, I'm excited for, uh, that you would, that you're willing to just jump in and volunteer. I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, you know, I think my aim for that night is good. Just going to be to inspire and excite everybody about, um, really the culinary possibilities of the fish that we catch right here in our own backyard. You know, we don't have to go out to a fancy seafood restaurant to really achieve a really nice quality product in our own kitchen. Right. I mean, I, I think the biggest challenge that I see of, of like working with fish is getting past the idea that we, we can only take the fillets and then we just throw the rest away. And instead we really need to look at a fish like we do a deer. Um, it would be insane just to cut out the backstrap of a deer and throw away the rest. And it's the same with the fish. I'm, I'm sure you guys have had walleye cheeks. Oh yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, you know, we used to, one of the first resorts that I worked at, um, in Minnesota, many many years ago uh, we served walleye cheeks and it was just absolutely outstanding and, and i've even had um halibut cheeks and and those are even bigger and and even more amazing um but i mean it's kind of like what about like uh have you guys had like the throats and the collars little bit of the fish a little bit you know like we've had wings yeah same yeah yeah which That's is what we're talking about yep Yep. Yeah, the walleye wings, that meaty bit of fish behind the gills yep. um, that really it's before that first um, before that first slice of the fillets. And, you know, I just that's to me that that collar is fatty and delicious and you can you can fry them or better yet, you can marinate and grill them if it's a if it's a bigger fish um, until that skin gets all crispy and the, the fins get crispy and you can nibble on them like a potato chip. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I'd kind of like to expand on that and really open up everybody's eyes on, uh, on what the possibilities are. Jeff, thank you for doing that because honestly, I, I fall into this category as much as anybody else does. You grow up and you know what your dad or your grandpa or your uncle did, you know, the deep frying, the pan frying, whatever it was. You know you can do that. And the biggest thing I think that holds so many of us back is that fear of what if I try something and it doesn't turn out. I can't run down the street to the grocery store and just grab another one, right? Right. Um, I may not have another package of of fish in the freezer. This might be all I have. Seeing someone like you as an expert is really going to help give confidence to all of us to, to know that we can make something more than just those things we've always done. And, and really it's, it's very simple things 
um, that I really want to, you know, touch base on. And even like, um, you know, if, if I've got a fish that's 20 inches or, or less, um, you know, a good eater, I, I really like to, to save a couple of those. Like if I, if I, if I've got a handful, um, I really like to save a few of those, um, scale them, gut them, gill them, and then grill them whole. Um, you just, you just are able to get all that meat off of that fish. Um, it's a really nice presentation. Very simple. It just, just takes a couple of little technique things that, that we'll talk about that night. Um, just to make sure that it, you know, it doesn't stick to the grill. Um, but it's some pretty, very simple, but you know, it's, it's just some pretty simple tips that we'll talk about that night. Hey Jeff, let's talk about that just a little bit more. Um, you know, sure. when I was a kid, we scaled almost everything, you know, that's, yep. that's just how we cleaned fish. Um, nowadays everybody fillets pretty much everything. And I think a lot of it's just because it's easier. You lose some right. of the meat. Um, but what else, what's the other advantage of having that skin on there? I think as far as cooking goes and as far as flavor goes, isn't that a huge benefit? Huge. I, I, that's my biggest tip I think is, um, leaving the skin, skin on regardless of whether you're going to pan fry it, um, to get that crispy skin or even just poaching it or even just frying it. Um, the benefit for the fish's overall flavor, um, the nutritional value, if you leave the skin on, there's that seam of fat that sits beneath the skin and that provides most of the flavor of the fish. And it's also, you know, if we talk about, um, you know, why do we eat fit? You know, if we're talking about like the health benefits, the omega threes, that's, that's where you're getting that is that, is that little layer of that that's where the, you get the most of that the health benefits is from that that layer of fat between the skin and the fillet that's really interesting so what we're talking about is the fm walleye's january meeting uh like i said it is free and open to the public it's at the ramada inn in fargo the doors open at 6 30 p.m meeting will start at seven o'clock there'll be a short little informational business meeting that the club officers will do to throw out some information and then we'll have the this cooking demonstration seminar from jeff which i can't wait for uh jeff for those that can't make it to the meeting where can they find you i know you have a few different options yeah they can go um if they want to find some recipes um they can go to the website on my website it's wildgameandfish.com or they can follow me on Instagram at wild game and fish, you know, and anybody that's going to follow you, uh, I highly recommend it because the stuff that you're putting out there, whether you're a fisherman, whether you're a hunter, uh, or all the above, you put out some amazing, amazing recipes that some of them look a little complicated. You, you would think when you look at the dish that is complicated, but it really isn't. And it's all stuff that we've caught or harvested ourselves, which is great. Um, thank you, Jeff, very much for what you do. And thank you for coming to FM Wallace here this week so you can teach a little bit to all of our members. Uh, it's huge. So, And thank you for coming on Gone Outdoors. You bet, guys. And for all those you get, who are coming, uh, get there early, get a front seat, because you might just be able to get a taste of what I'm cooking. Ooh, ooh. I'm on my way there Help right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a line outside the door. <laughs>
<laughs> well, that is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.